welcome to Bad Movie Brunch. I'm Luke. I'm Katie. And I'm Taylor. And and sweet hallelujah, Katie. The <laughs> Zack Zach Snyder's Justice League has finally blessed us mm-hmm. with just every every everything we wanted and and so much more cuz mm-hmm. it's a it's one thick bitch. <laughs> uh, I mean, a 4-hour flick divided mm-hmm. into into several chapters. Um literally several. 7. <laughs> 7 chapters. Does that include um, the epilogue? I, yeah. That's what I I included it as oh, the okay. epilogue. I saw the tick marks on the thing when I saw how much cuz I kept I might have kept uh checking in to be like how much time is left? Mm-hmm. It, anybody who knows me, especially like you folks, and anybody who knows this podcast, um, <clears throat> knows that it was essentially created out of my uh, love for Batman v Superman. So we know how I feel, and I'm going to have a lot to say, but I want to hear uh, how the ladies of the podcast feel about um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. All righty. Taylor, you want to take it first? Yeah, I definitely think I should go first because I, um, I, w- I have not seen – the only movie I'd seen in this, like, world is Suicide Squad until this week. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I hated Suicide Squad. It, I was like, I don't understand all these things. And then I watched Batman v Superman. The, Ultimate edition. Yes. So – I got to see that with someone who was obsessed with that movie. You hear that? She got to see it. It was a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, my takeaways from that were right away was like why everything is in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we really pause on like things that could could go quicker. Um, but I, I, overall, I gotta be honest. I never real in all my watches never realized that it, Taylor goes, why is it all in slow motion? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I never <laughs> thought about it. I was like, I, and, and, then, and then she's like... She's like, why does every every single character and sub character need a denouement every scene? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that was where I came at. But I was like, I like Batman v Superman, and I was like, this is great, this is wonderful. It's like I got through it, and then I got to Justice League, and I feel like I was granted a, a very lucky thing where I've never saw the other version. Mm-hmm. So fresh meat. Um. I believe that the best thing about this was it was coherent, it was understandable, but this is like trying to fit in four movies uh, at once. And uh, my one takeaway is this man has a million ideas and this man likes to put a million ideas in one movie when when maybe we don't need all a million. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I just am like every moment is a short film and i did not seem this negative the other day uh -uh. and i wasn't i enjoyed it but like i think the biggest like thing is like uh someone was talking about how when the flash is like discovering that he can like watch people's lives or was it cyborg Mm, yeah cm already don't even remember i think that's takeaway is like there was a time where someone was like watching someone and then we got a short story about watching this human being that we were never going to see again. And I mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed the movie and then it just felt like the epilogue. I was like, uh, how many new characters am I going to be introduced in like realms of like what's going to happen next when I d- I'm like, there's like eight different ways we could go with this. But 
I thought that the four hours made sense. I thought he tried to make a movie out of each person's story. I thought it was pretty good. I think I was. I was both like you said completely opposite things. You said I'd fucking despise it, and you're like, yeah, I get it. It's too long. I get why it was four hours. I understand. I can. I can understand why he did it, mm-hmm. and still and, and appreciate it. But I can also be like, maybe we could have sped it up. I I think that the hate that I feel like the Snyder like world of all of this that I don't quite understand. I don't know if it deserved all the hate that I feel like snyder gets for his movies i feel like he's a really he is poetic and picturesque but uh i don't have the, i don't have the the attention span for this all of this but i think this movie is not made for me but i didn't hate it and mm-hmm. um it's definitely like to me feels like if you were to make a harry potter movie and include every single detail that you could out of the fifth book specifically mm-hmm. the fifth book the longest book so that's my opinion. Yeah. Katie. <laughs> I, I'm i coming at this from a weird angle because I did see Justice League uh, in theaters. We covered in, it. We covered we it. We did. We did cover it. And I, I, I believe at the time I, I said this too, I saw it with Angela and both of us got out of the, we both had a great time, which is hysterical how Luke, you and I are always without fail like opposed to everything and not for, <laughs> and not for lack of like respect or anything it's just we always somehow managed to fall on separate sides and it's, i remember both of us fun. were we, we were so excited to text you and i remember going back to my car and being like luke justice league and you were like yeah like like i just remember your uh your responses were so like that the air had been let out of your balloon and you just seemed so disappointed and upset and we were just like, oh, we had a good time. So I, you know, like there were parts of it where I was like, this didn't quite make sense, but I had fun. And um, in watching this version, it's like everything makes sense narratively, I think. I think everything aligns. There's less humor because it's not really Zack Snyder's thing. And uh, but the, the problem, and I, and I agree with you, Taylor, is that it's four hours and which is not you can totally tell a story in four hours but in order for me to capture to to like digest everything that's happening it would be easier for me if it was four one hour if it was a four one hour four episode one hour miniseries that would have just been easier for me to like mentally understand everything that was happening i do think it was really cool i had no idea how full cyborg story was uh, in the, yeah, like, in no the wonder cut. Ray Fisher was so pissed. Like, 80% yeah. of his shit got cut. So much stuff. It was basically, I, I would say, largely his movie. There was... um oh, Heart and soul. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's mostly about him kind of coming to terms with being cyborg and losing his... Like, like his feelings about his father and losing his father and taking up this mantle and realizing that he... in accepting himself. And uh, he ends up... Him and the Flash end up at multiple times in this movie being the the really the key MVP players, whereas uh, Superman obviously they need to bring him back from the dead, and and he's the heavy for sure, but um and it, and it's nice to see him come back with the black suit, which was a new addition, uh but no but it CGI definitely felt face. yeah absolutely it it definitely felt more like um like the Flash and Cyborgs movie and definitely more Cyborgs. Yeah, I mean, Cyborg, uh, like, totally, like, 
Well, and 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 Aquaman gets an entire movie that just got washed away, uh, like in, like in the the justice cut, and mm-hmm. like everything too. Like everybody got these like amazing like fluid like here's what happened in MOS and BVS. And here's how it's affecting now, like, every aspect of every world and how, it, like, the Justice League will have to unite. Like, like we open on that Justice movie with the CGI John Travolta-faced Henry Cavill in the blue suit on, like, a cell phone video <laughs> that ha- totally matches nothing that's ever happened in, in the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. And, and then I turn on this thing, and I'm gun-shy. Like, I'm so gun-shy because I'm like, I mean, what could it be? Like, I mean, I'm really excited. Like, obviously, I loved Man of Steel and Batman v Superman more than most flicks I've ever seen. Like, I feel so strongly about those. And I think people that like Snyder do and that people that dislike Snyder feel so strongly about that. He's divisive as hell. Mm -hmm. But if you're into it, you knew that that movie we got in theater that year, November 2017 or whatever the fuck it was, Mm -hmm. like, you knew that was not right. You knew this was a weird, chopped-up, fucking Frankenstein-ass movie with all this reshoots and quips and like just stuff that that didn't add up and like and but to me I had no idea how much of 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 Zach's movie they literally just cut like they I I didn't believe he he just had a whole I didn't believe there was a Snyder cut like I didn't believe that there was a whole last movie that that just was gone and that Joss basically like they should it's insane that that gets credited as Zach's movie when you go back and like watch this flick like, mm-hmm. if I pitch the summary of this plot in three sentences, it's the same <laughs> summary. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's still, the like, the, the yes, you can put those bones there, but it's, like, so unbelievably different <laughs> in so many aspects um, that it's just so interesting to compare the two. I did not believe that so much of this could have been left on the cutting room floor. Like, mm-hmm. WB was literally like, no, we're not doing this shit. Like, no, 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 no. And, and, you know, Zach left under horrible, horrible yeah. pretense. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like it was for, it was for the death of a daughter. Like it was for personal reasons and they had a movie to make. Movies are products. Let's bring in the Avengers guy who everybody seems to love. Oh, this aged well. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. fucking, and, 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 and the world moves on and we move away. And the reason we covered Justice League in the first place on the show was I hated it for what it was. And we mm-hmm. did it because the headlines broke of Ben Affleck never being Batman again. Yeah, The world yeah, is yeah. a different fucking place in 2021 than it was in 18 when we covered it. Like, like here we are now where this could give way to more. Like, Ben did suit up again as Batman to do reshoots and add stuff to this story. Uh, Leto came back to do reshoots. Like, people did it. Like, they did film more. He got, you know, millions of dollars to finish up the movie. But more than that, like, you can still do your Pattinson Batman movie now and put it in the theaters and make your box office money the way you want. And you can still do that. But now, maybe you can all, you've seen, you've seen that there is a whole ass audience that still craves, still adores this sort of gritty ass injustice, rated R, tone fucking like dark colored uh Snyderverse and and you could do that too on as a streamer like this movie doesn't make sense any other way than as a streamer because it's so long if -hmm. you did a theatrical of Zack Snyder's Justice League if you took the movie he wanted just as this one flick because god knows the man wanted to do a trilogy and he had all these other plans like he had a whole ass universe planned but uh if you take just as one flick you you still can only cut that puppy down to like 
I mean, what, 310 or something? Yeah. Like, in, in mm-hmm. like, I, like, I don't know. So that I understand why that's a hard sell to the mainstream audience. But maybe the key to all of this is you don't necessarily have to sell to the mainstream audience. You can do both. You can fucking make your Shazams and Aquamans and there's your billion dollars. You can make your Wonder Woman and there's your billion dollars. And you can also do uh, this crazy ass, like white and who's to say that Ben can't get a Batman movie now the way they left this shit. Like who's Mm -hmm. to say they don't go ahead and do that. Like that was the original plan was Ben was going to write, produce, direct star. And the one that now is Pattinson with Reeves, like now two things can happen at once. And and, DC has been king of the multiverse because we have Superman and Lois on CW and it's fucking classic. It's like Smallville meets fucking uh, Dick Donner Superman. You know what I mean? And then Mm -hmm. I have black suit Henry Cavill Superman on HBO Max just blowing his ice breath on fucking dark side and shit. Not impressed. And I'm like, yeah, just like ripping my own face (laughs) off. Like you can do it all. Why can't you? Why can't Mm -hmm. I I watch Grant Gustin on the flash every week and Ezra Miller came in and somehow a movie charmed me over Ezra Miller and Amber Heard American sweethearts. Like, Mm -hmm. like, cause he was great. And like, you can really just see that everything I despised about this movie before is gone. And I don't know what that says. Um, because, the feat of having to go in and make another movie the way they did is also Mm -hmm. kind of a marvel in itself. I'll give credit where it's due. You still had to chop up a movie and put things here and put that thing here and make your own stuff here and there and bring actors back and somehow make a product that went out and made hundreds of millions of dollars. So you still Mm -hmm. made your money and now they're making their money again. Like WB looks so smart and so shitty at the same time, but it's all dollar (laughs) signs because it's a fucking business. Mm -hmm. And I think the issue, and I'm sorry, I have a lot. I have a lot. I, we'll, we'll move in a second, but I think that that's like WB was trying to like shove this this square shaped Zack Snyder peg into the round hole, and it just doesn't work that way. Like he's been divisive every time he's made a flick. Man of Steel didn't go the way you wanted it to, and then you you made him do, you had him do BVS where he introduced all these characters, and that did not go the way you wanted it to. Like of course, of course, it's not going to, but like now maybe you can have your cake and eat it too. They made money twice this HBO Max. And also, how weird is it that this all comes to fruition with the pandemic? Like, mm-hmm. the pan- without the pandemic assisting this, I don't know if this even works out the way it does. It's all the weird timing thing that led to an unprecedented thing because there's been director's cuts, but there's never been something like this where the fans, like, put fucking billboards in Times Square and, like, these released the Snyder Cut, pe- uh, cut people, like, just went crazy and bullied WB into into doing what they wanted. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, how much do you have to love a thing? And I loved the thing, but I was ready to be like, well, that'll never happen. Like, that, that, that just doesn't happen. They're not going to give us a Snyder Cut. Are you high? Like, it's, <laughs> they're not going to admit they're wrong. I wouldn't admit I'm wrong. Like, no way. And they did. Like, before this, the only thing I can think of is, like, bullying the people to make Sonic look more like Sonic. Mm. And they're like, we will. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but Katie, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh, just really quick. There's something that I was thinking about while watching this film that you brought up during our BVS episode. And I've been thinking about it ever since, which is your take has always been, but that's the best comic book you've ever seen or you've ever read. And I think that that's exactly what he's going for. And there's mm-hmm. absolutely an audience for it because um, I watched two reviews about it to, to see if there were like things that I missed. And um, both of them were very glowing, really loved it, didn't mind. Mm. They both said that um, the four hours went by really quickly 
and uh, I there absolutely is an audience. It'll be interesting to see how this continues. I'm not sure if it will continue cinematically. Uh, it may very well, depending on how much this blows up, and it seems to be received very well. But I think, mm -hmm. um, at the very least, it would be interesting to see this narrative that Zack Snyder had planned out continue through comics. I think that would be really I mean, interesting. Oh, well, shit, yeah, that would be that would be wonderful, and I would adore to buy the graphic novel. But mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's that crazy. I mean, to to think that they could put up money to to make it a streaming thing, even if it, they did like fucking. I I just paid thirty dollars to watch Raya and the Last Dragon on Disney mm -hmm. Plus when I already pay for Disney Plus. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that crazy if the people that love the Snyder Cut as much as I do and the people that loved Man of Steel and BVS as much as I do, they'll pay the extra dough to watch another one. And then you made you get, like, you know what I'm saying? And then Pattinson's boss movie will crush in the box office too. Aquaman 2 will crush. Wonder Woman 3 will crush in the box office. You still have those rim shots where you're fine and WB gets to WB, but you also have to pivot into the new fucking millennium. Movies are never going to be the same after this year. And this is the first big fucking, in my opinion, like... The big first gobsmacking, like, streaming release. Like, the first time where, like, this is an unprecedented streaming release. Like, it's just crazy and weird. Mm -hmm. And that sort of is what the Snyderverse is. It's crazy and weird. I think, though, that there are some things that it's, like, w that to make it uh, profitable, that Zach would have to rein in some things. And I'm not sure... I'm not sure he's willing to do it. But what does he have to rein in if it's if it doesn't if you're not worried about a butt in a seat in a theater for four hours? He, you have people that can watch six chapters of this at their leisure now at home. Yes, very true. But are yeah, I just am like wondering how many people because baby are like you and, also, and how many people are like it's too long. I bet you there's a lot of people. That, and don't get me wrong, this is going to be as divisive as any other thing he's made. Because guess how many people despise Watchmen? Guess how many people despise the other uh, the other DC flicks he uh, he made? Like, it's it's always like a fifty fifty shoot with this with yeah. this filmmaker. But it's given away to dollar signs, and nobody can deny that. That's very true. I just am like, um, I just feel like th th he could do a really great limited series. And I would have liked, I, I would have liked it a little more. But you're, um, I can't argue with the fact that I'm like, he wants to do it his way, and there's a group mm -hmm. of people who want to see it his way. Yeah, like and that's where it's kind of funny. Where I'm like, I, the harm that I feel like is surrounded with this movie, I don't feel. I feel like the like aggressiveness towards being annoyed with with him and his cuts is crazy to me when we have spent so much time talking about other movies that are so horrible yeah. and like so much more like problematic so much more problematic when this guy's just trying to bring comic books to life i think that's the one thing that i'm like i can't believe that there's so much controversy over this because i just kind of like this was a good movie like yeah. it's a little long for me but i'm like i feel like there you've got to make for some reason you have to make a bold decision about Zack Snyder and I don't know no I don't know if it's it's worth that much argument over it you know what I'm like th that's it's, where I feel it's so heated all the time no matter I'm what like, and you I guys, have to imagine that's exhausting to be this dude I'm like you guys are so like we get so much comic book stuff that I just I'm like I'm not why am I gonna argue with this I'm like somebody's happy Give me, just make sure that you make a budget for the other movies. Sure. And, and I'm wondering if that's the problem. Because I'm like, this man spends money. And this man 
makes a he, he spends a lot of money. But I really thought that it was worth it. Well, people that and, and people that are like that don't want to to watch, you know, the big blue boy scout and people that love like Batman and like want to take their kids to it don't want to watch Mira suck the blood and moisture out of Steppenwolf and like watch <laughs> Diana smash somebody's head into the wall and lay in a pool of blood and like I get that. I understand. But also, I do want to watch it, so maybe we can make something work here. Uh, and I and I think where if you do like a like a black label series, the way that look, how much did Daredevil and all those Marvel shows on Netflix that don't even that aren't even canon anymore cost? And they were fucking wonderful, and they still like I understand they weren't the names that these are, but people have proven this stuff could work, and I think that. I don't want to get my hopes up and say that Zack could come and do more or these people or you could restore the Snyderverse the way people are talking. I am 100% content right now to have seen the story set up in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman just fulfilled the way I wanted. I'm satisfied. If nothing comes of this ever again, I don't care because like mm-hmm. this is this is my treat. I started to even, as much as I love Batman v Superman, it's one of my favorite movies and I know that's a hot take. I understand why people don't like it. Same to all of it. But like... I almost started to sour on it because I just knew that like it meant nothing. Like it like it didn't it was it, it didn't matter because things that were being set up did not matter. My favorite thing and I said it to you Katie when on like my, my third or fourth viewing is like I would pay the $18 to go to a theater and watch the nightmare sequence. Mm-hmm. We finally get the nightmare sequence paid off. Like it mattered. It mattered and it was going to matter more. Like I'm like I knew this was going to be dope and I understand that Maybe you don't want to pay money to sit in the theater for three and a half hours just to have something pay off in years, but I do. I do. You know what I mean? I want there to be weird fucking alternate timelines where Lois Lane dies and Superman's a soldier for fucking Darkseid. Like, I want Joker to 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 be talking about giving Batman a reach around. I live for it. <laughs> I think that it, you actually can do it. I just would recommend, like, if they were going to, like, like I think this would be a great thing to like go see at the the Egyptian. And um, then maybe yeah. have a um, an, an intermission and go out, stretch your legs for a little bit, and then come back refreshed and with popcorn and start mm-hmm. it up all over again. I do think there's absolutely a market for it, and I think it, it would be really fun to see this in theaters. Um, there's definitely a way to do it, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, after the pandemic, if we do see special screenings of this movie. Like a theatrical run? It would be. It would make sense. I mean... Um, I would I would be into it and look Avengers uh, Endgame was over three hours and but the difference being they built that up for thirty movies twenty you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like they earned they earned their shit they didn't have to rush so it's like in one hand like WB made Zach rush and then they were like slow down you weirdo we got to make this wholesome and mm-hmm. it's like well I thought that you guys just kind of like the way I do things and they were like well you thought wrong <laughs> um, but to be able to come back there's something. In, in like just like thematically about this even existing is also something that makes it so special to me like like he got and he was talking about like you know he left because you know him and deborah their daughter autumn died and in the, the whole thing going into this was like now zach raises tons of money for uh suicide awareness and prevention and uh he tried to put that he put that theme into the cut of the movie when he got to go back and do it again and like there's stuff like that about like the idea of that and the idea of like the beauty of life and death and everything else, like deeply rooted into this flick. And he got another bite at the apple. People don't get another bite at the apple. And in a weird figurative sense, this means a lot to me. It's like, if you could bring back a fucking loved one, you would do it. And mm-hmm. this dude 
loved, lovingly crafted a movie. He was not a director for hire. He lovingly guts and blood crafted this DC universe of his in his mind and in his heart and got to put the cap on it and got to go back and rewrite the wrong. That in and of itself is huge to me. Even if you don't like it, and I get if you don't, I'm never going to be that fan of this shit that's like, fuck off for not liking this. This is the definitive version. That's crazy. This is comics. Like, but I like this take. I feel like what what would it be like to be in this man's head would be very, very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Two, I feel like this is a guy who could be, who could make, he would write the Game of Thrones books and also be making the movie at the same time. Like, that's what I feel like Zach is doing. And I feel like if we could get that, I would, I would love it. I'm like, my hot take would be a television, the television one hour, like, like Game of Thrones episodes. But I can't imagine because I'm like, he's writing it all, all the time. Like, it feels mm-hmm. like I'm watching actually, like, the, I'm watching J.K. Rowling write Harry Potter and then try to make a movie where she includes every detail from the book and then we're, like we could keep going. And I'm like, you know, for that man to have all of that in his brain is crazy. I'm like, yeah. I, I barely can decide what I want for lunch. Like, barely can be like, mm, maybe I should eat that. And I'm like, no, I don't know. This man would be like, I'm making lunch and I'm going to put 18 million things in it and I'm going to lovingly talk about the... Um, the spice that I use for five minutes and then I'm going to tell you more about this other thing and this other thing and this other and I'm like you know what he's like trying to introduce a bunch of characters all the time and I think that was my one th- my like uh, it just got to the point where I'm like oh I got a lot of people it's like, to pay attention to it's like look a line on the script could say Bruce Wayne goes through goes over a mountain finds Aquaman but in yeah. this movie it's ice we move past this ice. Foothold, horse mane, goggles, hair, Batman, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, riding horse, mountain, over it. Into bar, people, crowd, hair, Aquaman, eyes. Yeah, that is <laughs> and, and, and I'm living for it. And I'm living for it. The man's a walking shot list, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, you I just gave me a headache. That, like you, ahead, Luke, the, uh, Zack Snyder thinks in, in comic books. So for him, introducing a lot of characters at once isn't overwhelming because he he lives with these characters. Like, this mm-hmm. really is his magnum opus. And I think that's part of the reason why it's difficult for, like, a layman to digest just because it's, you, you know, it, we haven't had the breathing room of, like, 18 different Marvel movies to meet every single mm-hmm. one of them. And, um, but I, I was so fascinated because, again, I've never seen... A cyborg origin story before no, and I, I that was one of the things that I was I was really so touched to, to see that on screen because I had known that that's something that we had missed out on and near the end of the movie you also have Martian Manhunter appearing and oh I had God. no idea that he had been planted in since Man of Steel like I yes! had no clue so I was on the fucking floor, dude. <laughs> Literally, not figuratively, on the floor. Mm-hmm. I can confirm that did happen. <laughs> so it, it, it's fascinating because, because I really do think that he he's making these movies like a comic book, and it, it's a, it's an interesting cinematic experience having now seen the whole thing and how that all comes together and how his mind works. Because what would the follow up look like? Would it be the multiverse? 
because he does kind of um do the the return of the king epilogue where like a bunch of scenes happen like are kind of stacked on top of each other because he's like wait i might not get a chance to do this so here's what i was gonna do and it uh, like who knows what that alternate multiverse would have looked like and how he was planning on bringing the the two together and resolving them like that's that's so crazy to me that he was already thinking like one day i'm gonna make a movie where i resolve the craziness of one multiverse and combine it the one universe and combine it with another like lois is gonna get pregnant did you see those pregnancy tests Batman. Yeah, force machine. He's the only mortal. He's, he's the only one that's gonna die here. At some point, he's gonna sacrifice himself. We're probably gonna have to go to outer space, mm-hmm. and then at some point, Lois is gonna die, and then Clark's gonna go off the deep end, and then we're in fucking apocalyptic nightmare world, and I'm just fucking playing metal air guitar for two hours straight. <laughs> like fucking, who knows? Who knows what the what 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 world lay ahead? I don't know what happens, but also Harley um, Quinn is dead in that universe, which was an interesting Harley Quinn's reveal. Dead. Mira's got Aquaman's trident. Uh, mm-hmm. like Bat or Joker gets in Batman's face about killing Jason Todd. I'm like, dude, don't. S-. I'm like, dude, that's a good point, Batman. Why did you send a boy wonder to do a man's job? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh boy. And then I'm just like throwing up. Taylor's dead asleep on the couch. I was honestly, uh, but yes, I was not dead asleep. But that's my like. I have. I was like, I like this movie. I like this movie. I like this movie. I like this movie. And then we got to the end, and I got introduced to 18 million characters ah, who, ah, ah. who all had 18 different stories to tell me. And yes, I'm like, Yes, Zach, I get it. You want to make more movies, but like, why are we doing this? You're not. If you're not going to, this is this is hurting my feelings. It's too much. Well, and I think most. It, of the it might be. Up. It feels like a hail mary. He's like, but you're, wait. Oh, yeah. I think you're dead on, Katie. I think you're mm-hmm. dead on. Like. I just think like that's like well we probably won't get to do this again because who knows so here's what might have happened going forward like it didn't if if he got to make this movie or the the two parter or the trilogy like he had in mind like it's rumored and stuff I think we wouldn't have seen a lot of that but you're right you had to throw it in just to like it's fan service and at this point uh, the Snyder cut is the fan service of all fan service it's never happened like this before unprecedented fan service and not in the pandery like. Let's put Lando and Rise of Skywalker. You guys elite that shit, won't you? Like, no, in a very like sincere uh, fan service way. And the fan is a is a niche is a niche fan base that is culty and has grown, <laughs> and uh, sometimes gives uh, you know people a bad name. So people got to be careful with that. Let people like what they like, and if they don't agree with you, that's okay. This is mm-hmm. art, and it's subjective. It's all subjective. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. My question to Zach would be, if I could ever talk to this man, would be go. Why did you have them sing at the beginning? Oh, wait, that, oh, uh, wait. Oh. <laughs> so Why? many lamentations. Yes. So many ancient I, lamentations. Yes. I just am like, there's so much that you're willing to take so much time on, mm-hmm. but then you're going to not take the time to re- to introduce, because I wouldn't know who Deathstroke was if if I didn't I didn't know you, Luke, and I wouldn't know like that that was the joker or why this would matter i wouldn't know why lex luther matters like lex luther didn't come on the screen until the end and i just am like hmm. i just am like why why do you take your time on on the small details but in the end you gave me eight things that could have actually used more time than the song than the short film that you made about someone random's life about when you introduced the flash and we met tessa Tom- is it tessa thompson no it's not 
It's the it's the girl from, from Heartbeat, Heartbeat Loud and Dope. I can't think of her name. Give me a second. That and then you saw the hot dog in slow motion in the thing. But I know that it's like it's not for me. <laughs> it's it's a comic book shot, mm-hmm. like reading a book, and I'm like, and and maybe I just am like, well. I hope soon someone spends some money, and I was like, maybe we should get something that, like, I think... Iris West is Kiersey uh, Clemens. Thank you. But anywho, I just, that would be my question to him. Cause, oh, and also, I would I would like someone to resurrect all of the Disney princesses and um, do what they're doing with comic books and to make them, like, cool cool women that like I, I want my my Disney princess universe that's what I've decided out of all of this <laughs> you know Katie, what I uh, oh, sorry. oh go ahead go ahead what, what I felt watching this um because again I do think introducing all those characters at the end was just him being like I only have this one shot to tell everybody what I was planning to do so that's why it's all at once I do think up until the epilogue that's the story that he wanted to tell in the in Justice League and the epilogue is just like, this is all the other stuff I wanted to do. Please watch some of it, and maybe I'll get to do the thing. Please. Um, but what I felt, my my big nerd feelings at the end of all this, when the Joker was talking about Jason Todd and everything, was, I wonder if Dick Grayson is around. I wonder if he's out and about being Nightwing. Because oh to see, to have like cool Nightwing Dick Grayson in something would make me so happy. And, uh, oh, and, and I would just really appreciate would he that. Be? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how hardcore would and, and, and gut-wrenching would he be in the Snyderverse? <laughs> just, <laughs> in the Snyderverse, Jimmy Olsen is a CIA operative, okay? Who knows mm-hmm. what Nightwing would be? <laughs> I would oh, love that. Also, this movie's better than Wonder Woman by far. Wonder, Wonder oh, Woman yeah. 84. Mm-hmm. By far. By far. So I'm also like, I can't believe that this is so divisive. I can't believe this. They movie. made those Amazon scenes so much doper in this version. They restored a lot of that. Like I liked uh, Aquaman getting a whole ass story and like stuff that was like had to be retold in Aquaman. Also, let's talk about how Mira has this like accent in the Snyder cut, but did not have it in the theatrical <laughs> cut and does yeah. not have it in James Wan's Aquaman. Like so, I'm like, well, that's weird. Like uh, mm-hmm. WB must have been like, well, we're not fucking doing that. And then. Uh, uh, Willem Dafoe wasn't even in the theatrical cut, and here he I, is, like, we I get know, him as Volko early on, all, like, shaggy, fucking long-haired, like, let Neptune strike King dead! Like, That's a different movie. <laughs> it may as well be the same movie. Like, Light- Lighthouse is in the Snyderverse. That actually, I would believe. That, that's a pretty, yeah. Uh, that, that 100%. That 100%, I'm canoning that. That there we makes go. sense. Volko and the Batman. Um, just we... jerk each other off. Um, uh... I mean, I love. I thought it was like, yeah, the cyborg shit was really poignant. I love football, so I loved seeing him be like the football sequence and seeing him play the Wisconsin Badgers. Like Gotham City U is playing the Wisconsin Badgers. Like I'm like, hey, if they're both Under Armour schools, go go money. Like you know what I mean? But uh, I I couldn't believe that like seeing the shooting of that is like a whole football stadium's green screen. I was like. I probably would have just shot it at a football stadium, so it fucked my head up quite a bit. Uh, the amount of work and effort that has to go into a movie to look the way this guy wants it to. Um, my hat's also off to Chris Terrio, who gets lone screenplay credit on this, as opposed to the way it was on the theatrical. Um, mm. 
I love this dude. And Argo Chris Terrio. To me, he's BVS and Justice League Chris Terrio, but to the cinema world, he's he's probably still Argo Chris Terrio, but he's the man. Um, I'm trying to think of... Oh, the Mar- the Martian Manor thing you mentioned put me on the floor. I'm just trying to like work my way through. Something I liked the most is there's not a blue suit Superman in this shit. It's black suit mm-hmm. all the way. We go back to the, shoot, uh, to the ship, and we get like a very wonderful moment of like voiceover from... You know, Russell Crowe, Space Daddy Jor-El, Earth Daddy Kevin Costner. Dad's finally being like, look, man, we always planned for you to do this. Like, it, it was in the first one. Jor-El said, like, like look, mankind's going to stumble, but they're going to one day join you in the sun. Kevin Costner's like, I don't know what you're going to be, but someday you're going to have to step up and you'll be ready. I don't know when that's going to be. It's here. You know what I mean? It's here. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is that a Zach thing? Is that a Zach take about all this dad stuff? No, or I mean, is that comics. Comics. Oh, dad stuff comics. is forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm like, there's a lot of dad stuff in this movie. A lot of dad stuff. And I was like, it's kind of like Disney's. It feels like Disney's like, a parent's got to die to make this movie. It's comics, mm-hmm. man. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, I think it happens to a lot of characters. It's a, it's a, I mean, most of these characters were created a long ass time ago. And that's like a great go to. Now it's a trope, but. It's okay because we've had these characters for a long time. I was but, just know, like, curious. And you're right. Like, Cyborg has, like, got to, like, we got to see a cinematic origin. Good for him. He fucking crushed it. He was already, like, the, the, the like, resounding, like, bright spot of the original cut, I felt. And mm-hmm. getting his full story was great. Um, the fact that this movie opens on Superman getting gored in BVS. We open this movie in BVS and mm-hmm. see him, like, screaming and alerting the worlds that ding dong, the god is dead. <laughs> fucking Lex Lex uh, called that shit and it's so true and I love that being the reason why they invade Earth like mm-hmm. everything is just fluid and if you're here for the four hours and you want it to be great but if you didn't like it before it isn't going to change your mind this movie's for fence sitters and people that really like it everybody else is probably going to despise it and be annoyed by how much people are talking about it yeah see that's what's like blowing my melon I'm like you this movie, it doesn't feel, well, it's because it's characters that are beloved. And I have to remember that. That's like, and to me, I'm like, I'm just coming to this um, as as pure as can be. And I just, I'm like, well, it just feels long. But like, yeah. it didn't hurt anyone. It's, it's not hurting anyone. I'm like, this isn't, there's not a lot of commentary. I'm like, I'm, you were talking about blood earlier. And oh like yeah, super they're... bloody. And I'm like. Like ripping people in half bloody. I understand like that's probably not what you want to see, but I'm like. I do. That's what, but superheroes are killers. Like at the end, like I know mm-hmm. we're killing good people, but I'm like, you, I kind of like that they're like, no, this is a real life that's actually being lost. Not like, I actually thought it was kind of cool. Not cool sounds weird to say. No, it's metal. But, it is cool. It's not even, yeah, I'm like, but it's, I'm like, that's an honest portrayal of what they are doing. Yeah, fucking Christopher Nolan's like, no guns, no killing. But like, I, Batman killed those people, man. You can't lie. He just blew up all those cars in the street. At least this, at least Snyder's like, look, we got machine guns on the Batmobile. I'm going to tell the Joker I'm going to fucking kill him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a Batman who doesn't fuck around. Mm-hmm. And like, could all of these... You could even tell they fucked up that Lex scene because we still got that Lex scene in the theatrical and you can tell they changed lines. Like, don't change lines. Give me give me Snyder Lex or no Lex at all at this point. <laughs> um, Hell and, yeah. and also... Care for a glass of Goudet de Ma? 
I feel like this is just a polite reminder that like a lot of these people should have gone to therapy and like these movies wouldn't exist. That's what I I, I, I have to talk about Batman v Superman because I watched it this week. But I was like, uh, guys, you go to therapy or two. Maybe we should talk about things. Maybe if you stopped grumbling. I started there. looking. At, you started talking to one another. We wouldn't be in this situation. I've, I've actually thought about this Superman's quite face. a bit. Um, yes. That if if there was like a therapist that specialized in superheroes, that would make so much money. Like if, if there was just a therapist that they knew that they could trust with their secret identity and that everything was confidential and like truly understood the weight of the world on their shoulders. I think that that person would be very successful and would be a very interesting character. I just think that, like, these people don't go to therapy because they don't think that they can. Yeah. Well, that, 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 we watched. We were watching Winter Soldier, and did, didn't he go what, to the therapy? New show? Yeah. Yeah, Falcon the Winter Soldier. That was, they literally, yeah. I think that's also why I have it on I the I just brain. dropped, but as Oopsie of next days. week, we'll be on episode two. What, what do you mean, Oopsie Days? Well, in case Katie hasn't seen it, I don't know if she's going to watch it. Oh, I don't, I mean, it's okay. It's just episode one. But they, one of the guys does go, uh, Bucky. Bucky goes to, like, this therapist that's mandated, and I just am like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. But you're exactly right, Katie. If there was a, spe- like, they wouldn't they wouldn't go so that makes sense yeah no i i i think that like taylor reads into this stuff too i'm like whoa what a manly movie like bvs what for sure it's all just boys fighting but mm-hmm. i love i also love that like lex give it like which didn't happen in theatrical lex giving uh deathstroke uh batman's name is bruce wayne that's some good shit and mm-hmm. like fully proves what we theorized in bvs which if you care you care that like lex knows who batman is knows who fucking uh uh superman is pits everybody against each other hires actors use all this crazy sinister fucking amazing murdery shit mm-hmm. he, and 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 lex much like Zack snyder is playing chess <laughs> you know, while the rest of us are playing checkers baby Zack's trying to play chess and wb is like we want connect four and that's why we got the just the justice league this mm-hmm. is this is poetry in slow motion baby <laughs> I hope one day you meet Zach. That's... Oh, I think I'd be scared shitless. It's crazy because I work for my favorite filmmaker and I'm still kind of nervous around that dude. So, like, if I met Zack Snyder, I'd really be like, we're worms! <laughs> it was nice to see uh, Kevin be the one that got the call to do the stuff, like the digital red carpet and everything and interview Zach. Like, that was just as masturbatory as it gets for me to see Kevin Smith and Zack Snyder chop it up about the Snyder cut. I'm like, fuck yeah. The world has aligned. <laughs> Maybe I died during 2020 and I'm living in this weird, amazing Luke afterlife. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Like I had a good ass time. Yeah. Been a good week for, been a good <laughs> week for me. And, and it's going to be a good year. Cause this movie's not going anywhere and I'm going to pour over it. Cause you know, I love a chunky movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I'm ready to learn all the dialogue. I'm going to annoy Taylor yeah. with it. <laughs> this movie is a perfect thing, a diamond absolute. Beautiful. Beautiful. I feel like it covers it all. Anything you want to talk about extra credit-wise? Um, yeah, I saw a movie. I, I At some point, I was like, maybe we should watch that uh, new Ghibli movie that's also on HBO Max called uh, Earwig and the Witch. And... Um, Again, I didn't push it because I don't want to poison the well with you when it comes to to Ghibli movies. And I was like, maybe I'll wait to introduce, like, good Ghibli films to Luke so he doesn't associate it with all the ones that aren't Mm. 
very well loved. And I gotta tell you, uh, I cannot go to bat for this movie at all. It's, uh... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's real bad, and I'll never watch it again. It's just very boring. <gasps> no. That's a bummer, man. That's such a bummer. I, well, thank you for thank you for sparing me. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Because you're right. Like that. Like there's a lot of like stuff where I'm like, I, look, I'm a basic bitch, okay, and everybody knows it. So mm-hmm. I, I I have seen some Ghibli, and I liked Spirited Away, and I saw Howl's Moving Castle, but I I, I do want to move into it. And if it comes from Katie Grotzinger, I'm gonna keep an open mind. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like I, I trust your judgment on on all things art related. Yeah, when, when we're able to enjoy each other's company again in close quarters, I'd love to show Someday. you my favorite Ghibli film, uh, Castle in the Sky. I think that would be really Yes, memorable. I would love that. That would be mm-hmm. a blast. Yeah. Okay. Um, that oh. was one of the big ones I watched. Uh, I also saw The Luck of the Irish because we had St. Patrick's Fuck, Day. Yeah. And um, I got to tell you, it, it's a very interesting movie to return to. Because it does feel very early 2000s. Um, oh, yeah. In, in the sense that it's very well-meaning. Like, very well-meaning. It's all about, like, heritage and embracing your culture and everything like that. But it's also very 2000s in the sense that I think it misses the mark completely. <laughs> like, just yep. shoots the moon over it. Like, doesn't understand. Because it is about, if, if you do not recall, dear listener... That movie is a is a Disney Channel original, which D-com. centers decom, and it, it centers on a uh, uh, high schooler kid with a puka shell necklace who the boy doesn't from Smart House. Yeah, yeah, the boy from Smart House, and he doesn't think that he has a heritage, and his parents won't talk about it, and then <laughs> he, his lucky coin oh, gets stolen, no. and he's not the big man on campus anymore because it turns out that. It was his coin that gave him the ability to do basketball, which made him popular. And he finds out that he is part leprechaun. And he has to defeat an evil leprechaun to get his coin back. So there's this very silly premise that also tries to do this very, like, sincere thing of being like, we should embrace our culture, know where we came from, and we're all Americans. And, like, it's all good. It's a melting pot, man. (laughs) We're all Americans. Oh, God. I can't imagine watching that this week. Mm-hmm. I, it, I it watch it almost every year, to be honest. But, mm-hmm. but out of nostalgic purposes, because I love a good holiday movie and I love a decom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely sounds like it misses the. the... This land is your land. <laughs> this land is my land. When that, when that started happening, Erica, who has never seen this before, turned to me and she was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> Look, funny. you got to see this movie when you're nine, otherwise you're not gonna like it. I know. I know. It was oh god, oh, just chef's kiss. Well, we're from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I fuck with that movie, but you're right; it definitely misses that mark hard. It, it was well meaning. So well but, though, uh, yeah. I guess better than the alternative of being like a super racist movie from '03. That is true. That is true. They tried. We're all Americans. Yeah, see, it's still, that's so, there's so much, there's literally so much that's happening right now that sounds so problematic to me, and I'm like, but especially that it, I know, I know, but like the fact. That was the early odds. Do you remember that saying? Like, that was legit the fabric of the nation after 9-11. I was like, we're all Americans. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just thinking of, uh, like, that's, that, choose it to be Irish and all that stuff is just hilarious. Dude. Yeah, I'm, Yeah. He turned into a miniature. Anywho, what's your extra credit, Luke? I don't. Uh, nothing really. I mean, the Snyder Cut. Make sure you watch it. Um, 
it's it's a it's a beautiful visual graphic novel. Uh, uh, we already uh, know that. Uh, oh wait, have we talked about it? no? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess you didn't watch anything else. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I watched it. Um, it was good. It was a good episode. Wait, if you didn't care for WandaVision, this is what you were waiting for. It's a lot of hardcore action. Um, so I'm I'm intrigued to see where it builds toward. Uh, I want to spoil something real quick, just to whet your appetite, because most of the episode was just you know. Um, getting your feet wet with some action. Uh, a little bit of like, what happened since the blip of Avengers for these characters, like that sort of thing. But I will spoil one thing and I, just to whet your appetite. They introduce a new Captain America. Like Sam Sam the Falcon like doesn't accept the shield even though we, Cap gives it to him in Endgame. He puts it in the Smithsonian. Well, the government's like, fuck that, we need a Captain America. And they roll him out and it's fucking Wyatt Russell, like Willoughby from Everybody Wants Some, like in the classic Captain America, well, a new Captain America suit, but wielding the shield. And that's how they end episode one. And I'm like, oh, this show, this show is also going to do Baron Zemo, but in the pink sock that we've always wanted over his head. So we're, I'm in the back. I'm in the back. Make sure you watch it. <laughs> And that's it, right, for you? Yeah, I didn't see anything else, really, except for the Snyder Cut, which I really like. I watched uh, Batman v Superman for the first time ever. And I um, I thought it got to a point where I was like, well, if you guys would have talked about this, this movie would be over. But um, I already, it, to me, they're all in the same world right Katie, now. Katie, you don't think Dad would mind if I made just one alteration? Because that painting should be upside down. <laughs> Gods don't come from heaven above us. No, no. No way. I did it backwards. Oh, wait. I fucked up. What's a good plate with nothing on it? We should rewatch that again. It's been a hot minute since I've enjoyed that movie with you. Oh, I'd love to. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I did that. And then I watched, I I don't know if I talked about this last week, but I watched Yesterday. Or maybe that happened this week. Oh, how was that? Horrible. Horrible. Uh, Horrible. You watched Um, Moxie. Oh, I watched Moxie. I which... thought it was funny that that boy was like, I know all the names of the American Girl dolls. I'm like, charming movie alert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amy Poehler did a very, very good job. Um, I I thought I'm always excited to see her do some work on some movies and make her own movie. I'm happy to see that. I feel like if I wish I would have gotten that movie when I was younger. So many mm-hmm. great things about it. Um, and then yesterday was just, uh, I, I guess the whole concept for me, at, because I don't have children, is so silly. Uh, I feel like it's it, we'll look back at it and be like, oh, my God, we had so many restrictions for kids mm-hmm. and so many restrictions on how how we are in the world that for some reason to make up for that, we've decided to call we've decided this parenting technique where we could do a yes day. And then these and like people know about this, I guess, where it's like. You have to say yes to whatever your kid wants and like with some parameters. And I just am like, what? Like that is blowing my mind that we have done that. But the movie was just, it was, it just didn't hit the mark. But I love, uh, I always say her name wrong. What's the comedian that I like? Fort- Fortune Feimster? Yes. Feimster? I love her. She, she's the funny, she's, she's just the best. Uh, and so she's in it a little bit, which was great. And then, honestly, I've been watching a lot of Gilmore Old Girls again because I missed it, and it's my favorite show. And so I've been doing that. Um, watch The Office for the 18th time, finally yeah. through the finale again. I'm like, yeah, let's start again. We're, we're in a real, uh, like, let's find our comfort right now. I um, 
And I feel like my last, I just want to say one last thing that I think people should watch this, the, any Snyder movie with a, a Snyder, per, uh, Zack Snyder lover. Yes. It's like you go, if you watch it with that, you will, you, it will not disappoint. You should go see it with someone and you will actually have a grand time because watching Luke have so much fun was the reason why I could, I, four hours went by and I was like, that didn't hurt my feelings. So you, everyone should have a friend that they go see a movie that you're just like, oh man, look at them enjoying that so much. What a good time. And then you'll be like, okay. And you I realize agree why this movie wholeheartedly because Luke sold me on BVS uh, to the point where I'm like, yeah, that movie is a diamond absolute. A thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> It's I agree. It's important to enjoy things in this life. There's so few. There's so few things that that are out there. You know, you just latch on to something, and if you like it, uh, it makes things not so dark. Even yeah. if it is a dark, weird, grim take on bright, shiny superheroes. And people in each person, it's like you. Everybody should find their thing, and you love it, so that people can take you out to go see a movie that you love that will make them happy to see you enjoy. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. A blast. Just like when Taylor gets a new Disney pin, she's buzzing, baby. She's absolutely buzzing. Buzz, and I'm buzz, here for buzz, it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it was a victory lap. Victory lap, Zach. That's what I'm calling him now. So uh, I hope there's more. And if there's not, I'm okay with it. I'm just so happy this exists. Um, with that being said, I've been Luke. I've been Katie. And I'm Taylor. And Joker, you better be very careful what you say next. <laughs> that wasn't very careful. Oh.